0: From Peter Pan Live, to Kinky Boots, to playing Regina George in Mean Girls on Broadway, my final guest of a Mean Girls Thanksgiving has done it all. This is Taylor Louderman. Before you started in Peter Pan Live, because that was the first thing I pretty much knew who you were from, were you a fan of the story of Peter Pan? Yeah, oh my
1: gosh, of course. And I had done it in high school, actually. I would played Wendy uh, at like a community theater production, so I knew the show well and just loved it.
0: How did you find your inner Wendy?
1: Oh my gosh. You know, I really, with every character, it's really like trial and error, um, to, to figure it out. I think, um, I feel like playing it in high school and then watching a whole ton of other women play it. You sort of cultivate this idea of who Wendy is. And then when you step into her shoes. I think I really had to play with that motherly aspect mm-hmm. and back and forth, and then that innocent young girl just learning who she is. Right, so that yeah. was a really fun, fun dynamic to play. Uh,
0: what was it like playing such an iconic character? Because the character of Wendy Darling is an absolute icon in the world of just musicals and in just the world.
1: Yeah. um... <laughs> Uh, you know the expectations are always the scariest part of whatever it is, conquering Peter Pan or Regina George. Mm-hmm. Um, so as soon as I sort of free myself of that pressure, then it's really about playing and, like I said, trial and error. And um, I think those expectations can be crippling if you don't.
0: Oh, if you, for if you sure.
1: The best of you, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but ultimately, so much fun
0: going into it did you sort of feel like a broad did it feel like a Broadway production kind of for you because it was live
1: yeah in a lot of ways it felt like a Broadway production in terms of you know the scale of the show and um just it was going into televisions across America so like a ton of people are going to see it and it was had a huge budget and all that um it didn't feel like a broadway show after the first month of rehearsals we rehearsed for a month in a rehearsal room mm-hmm. like mirrors and that just like we do for a broadway show and then um the second month was out in long island this aviation warehouse um that they had turned into the sound stage oh,
0: that's so cool
1: it was cool, uh but that 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 second month of rehearsal was really for us learning the space and for the cameras to rehearse because mm-hmm. those cameras we were sort of in the round in a sense so mm-hmm. the cameras had to really get their choreography
0: down yeah uh what did you learn about the process of being on TV uh, while you were working on this project um I guess
1: one thing that that I I love about tv is you only have to do it one time mm-hmm. um, but that's also the thing i hate about tv yeah because, um one of my favorite things about theater is just uh, that relationship with the audience and so each night i get to sort of do a science experiment mm-hmm. and see what's working what's not and just change very small control aspects to learn what the audience really likes best uh and when you do it when you do tv or film you don't get that you really have to trust the people that are there with you right then and there and and your own instincts Mm -hmm.
0: would you ever want to do another live production like a like a different show live or one and done
1: of course I would um it's definitely more nerves involved than anything (laughs) oh yeah It'd be okay if that doesn't cross my path again, but um, it was ultimately more fun than it was
0: nerve-wracking. I saw it for the first time in quarantine when they had that, like, encore presentation of it. I don't know why oh, I didn't watch it when it first aired, but I saw it for the first time. I loved it.
1: Oh, good. Thank you. I
0: Thank loved you. it. I thought it was adorable. Aw,
1: thanks.
0: Um, what did you know? So moving on from Peter Pan line, let's talk Bring It On. So, what did you know about Bring It On prior to working on the musical? Did you see the movies or anything like that? Were you a fan? Yeah, of
1: course. I, I loved all those 90s sort of bubblegum movies. So, uh, big fan. Uh, I don't think I had seen, like, every movie of of the Bring It On franchise, but I, I knew the first few and uh, was really into it. But the the musical doesn't really follow. Actually, it follows, like, the fourth one, or the Hayden Pentier one more than anything, yeah, so uh yeah, it was it was a blast, that was a dream come true uh,
0: did you find it easier playing the character of Campbell Davis on Broadway easier since you already did it on tour?
1: oh yeah, definitely i, I definitely that's all it's always the more rehearsal you get an experience with the character, the more comfortable it gets,
0: yeah. What did you know about Harvey Firestein and Cindy Lauper prior to Kinky Boots?
1: <laughs> Not much. Probably no more than you did. Um, just seeing them in my media world from from here and there. Uh, but I really love that show. Oh, I love that show so much. Probably one of my favorite shows to be a part of, frankly. Uh,
0: did you know any of the Cyndi Lauper music? I, I only knew Girls Just Want to Have Fun. That's it.
1: Yeah, I knew that and true colors because my mom was seeing it growing mm-hmm. up. <laughs> but not not much not much more than that. Mm-mm.
0: Uh who was your Charlie in Kinky Boots?
1: Um, I had a couple. I had Killian Donnelly, he uh played it in the UK, originated it in, U- in the UK, and Brendan Urey. Ooh,
0: yeah, to work with Brandon Urie.
1: Yes, that was really fun. He was a really nice guy. Really, really nice guy. I
0: remember it was like all over social media when he was playing that character. It was everywhere.
1: Yeah, we had a really good time. I just enjoyed uh, him and his whole team that were there. We, We had a blast at the theater.
0: Did, did this role feel different for you uh, since you didn't originate it? Because a lot of your other roles, you originated. So was this different yeah. a different experience for you since you were a replacement, not an original cast member?
1: Yes. Absolutely. Um, it was different in a lot of ways. You know, when you're originating, you're you're in the rehearsal room with the rest of the cast. You're sort of figuring it out. You're collaborating. Mm-hmm. When you're placing, you show up for a rehearsal with like the stage manager and the assistant director, and that's it. Oh and my like, gosh! You're one or two rehearsals with um, cast members. So not a ton. Yeah. Um, and, and, but uh, also just less pressure, I think, because the show was already. Uh, it already won awards. They already knew it was going to work. So they, they knew like to tell me, here's what you do to make it work. Yeah. And and so that was less pressure in a sense, which was kind of nice to just show up
0: and do the Oh yeah. (laughs) In what ways did you prep into the character of Regina George? Like when you first were getting into the hang of, okay, I'm going to play like the meanest mean girl in the world.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I think, um, I was prepping for that role. I mean, or that world, in a sense, uh, ever since I was in high school. I mean, I think we all sort of dealt with mm-hmm. being girls in high school, right? And it fluctuates. It's not always the same girl each year, right? It's yeah. Like we, 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 it's flexible, um, what sort of roles we take on in our high school mm-hmm. groups, social groups. Um, so, yeah, I definitely took experiences from that. I switched schools when I was younger. But same. A, actually, after my sophomore year of high school, I switched schools. So... I I knew what it felt like to be the new girl and sort of, mm-hmm. kid, sort of like outside looking in on on all those dynamics and i always really loved psychology and so I liked depicting uh just breaking down um social behavior <laughs> uh, and I think high school is where there it's like at its extremes you know Oh yeah so, um I I just really loved digging in and I got I was sad after the creative process was done because that meant the show was stuck in one way. Yeah. <laughs> and I really like playing.
0: What's the hardest part about playing a mean person?
1: <laughs> um, it, it's actually easy, I think.
0: <laughs> really?
1: is <laughs> that bad for me to say. No, um, no I mean, I, I, you know, I, I think we all have these, like, human instincts or these feelings, and we know we know it's not right to act on some of these feelings sometimes because we know it's better to take care of each other um, mm-hmm. than to be selfish, you know, but that doesn't mean they don't exist within us from time to time. Mm-hmm. So so to be able to let, sort of like let that come out, I think is in some ways um, fun, I will admit. Um, but I think challenging in the sense that I never wanted my castmates to think, or even people who saw the show to think that's how, those were my standards, you know, and that's, yeah character that i want to portray so um i tried to be make a point of being really silly and not taking myself too seriously Mm off stage like on my social media and all that too yeah i never wanted to feel stuck in that
0: what's your favorite regina george costume you got to wear in the show
1: it changes uh when i'm feeling like cute and thin i'm i love the pink outfit i
0: love that that's my favorite
1: yeah um but when I'm feeling just most days when I'm feeling (laughs) not so great about my body I I like like the fat suit or the dress at the end um
0: so so this is actually kind of a funny question so what was it like kissing Kyle when Erica was on stage
1: (laughs) Um, you know what, we all had such a great, friendly <laughs> dynamic that it wasn't weird for me, and I don't think it was weird for Erica and Kyle. Actually, we were doing that, you know, we had been rehearsing before Erica and Kyle started dating, so, Right. um, in that way, it wasn't weird, it, maybe it would have been uncomfortable for a little while, had it, Yeah. you know, but, um, we all just, we all got along so well, and, and Erica and I, I think are really supportive of each other, and so that makes for a healthy environment.
0: She loves you. And I, t- on Tony night, were you more nervous for your performance or the fact that you were nominated?
1: My performance. Um, I kind of knew that I wasn't going to win. <laughs> um, big commercial shows don't typically win a lot of Tony awards, um, cause they're successful without it. And I think art should be not, not that mean girls shouldn't have been celebrated, but it was going to be celebrated regardless of a Tony win. Mm-hmm. And, um, the shows that really I think push society or our new new is new art um I think they deserve that recognition so I kind of I kind of knew um that would be the case but yeah really nervous for the performance especially because I had to enter I had to stand up on a table yeah um, and it's rolling and I remember when we were rehearsing at our theater for Mean Girls there were there were no tracks in the stage. It was a smooth stage all the way. Yeah. But at Radio City, there were these two big like gaps in the stage, uh, like a track where where set pieces would come on. Mm-hmm. And so the the table had to roll over those tracks. And oh my I was god! Being nervous wreck. So if you see my face, I can see it. I don't know if everybody can, but in the video, the Tony, I can see behind my eyes just fear. <laughs> um. So I, I I was really nervous about that, which was. I think a good thing to be nervous about rather than notes or.
0: Yeah. What do you miss about playing Regina George?
1: Um, I miss how confident it made me feel. I had to really tap into that every day, just sort of um, making sure Taylor felt empowered enough to go on stage and play this role. Um, I think Regina obviously takes too far, <laughs> uses her confidence in a negative way, but um. But she has it. And I think a lot of we struggle is having confidence, you know. And I, I did, too. Um, so, yeah, I miss that. I miss the confidence it gave me.
0: How is married life? Because you got married uh, just recently.
1: I and did. The- I did. Oh, it's amazing. It's really, I mean, after um, bringing on my new dream, not that performing mm-hmm. wasn't my dream anymore. It was just, okay, I did that thing. I'm going to keep going in this direction. But uh, my new dream was to, yeah, find um, my guy and get a house, and start a family, so I'm excited about that.
0: That's so cool. Is being married anything you thought it was going to be, or thought that it was before getting married?
1: Um, I guess so. Yeah, I haven't thought about this. That's a really good question. Um, Yeah, I, I really feel like in... in in more ways um being like married and finding your partner is more fulfilling to me than the dream i had of doing a broadway show. i think when i was younger i just really romanticized the broadway thing like being a big broadway star. yeah. Uh, and so uh my i think my expectations didn't meet reality as much whereas um with this situation i i um I, it does. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's like expectation, reality sort of meet at the same spot.
1: Yeah, yeah, and maybe that's also just me being older and and no.
0: So, <laughs> what is something that makes you laugh? SNL. <laughs> I like that answer. <laughs> I like that answer a lot. Oh my god, that's hilarious!
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, what was the last Broadway show you saw prior to shutdown? <laughs> you don't remember? Uh uh-uh.
1: uh.
0: It's okay if you don't remember.
1: I think after Mean Girls, I think I got out of there because I needed a breather. But I think I might, i really can't remember.
0: Are there any shows you want to see on Broadway that you have like after shutdown?
1: Yeah, Hades Town. I really wanted to see Hades Town.
0: A lot of people told me that they want to see Hades Town.
1: Mm-hmm. It- I want to see Hades Town and Beetlejuice
0: you know it sucks that they had to close it
1: mm-hmm.
0: hopefully when it tours because they're supposed to tour next year but who knows when the tour is actually gonna happen
1: oh no, so, no.
0: would you ever want to go on tour again
1: yeah not for a full year
0: but like little spreads here and there like like maybe a month or two at a time
1: yeah i don't think they let you do that but
0: yeah so you went to university of michigan Mm -hmm. And I live in Michigan.
1: Ah, yeah, yeah, nice.
0: So what was your experience like hanging in Michigan and being in Michigan for uh, the time that you were here?
1: Ah, I had the best time in college. Um, It was definitely cold, but I I, I was sad that, like, the best times in Michigan are the summer and we're not there during the summer. Mm -hmm. Um, But... Um, uh, I just had the best time. It was, Ann Arbor was the, I think the, one of the greatest environments to be in a, just nourished and, um, learning, you know, all that. Uh, mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, really incredible. Wouldn't change
0: it. Do you have any favorites, uh, like Ann Arbor spots that you liked going and hanging out at when you lived here?
1: Um, well, Zingerman's is some, is a place I always stopped by. Yeah. Um, and I I lived near the Jimmy Johns on Central Campus it was like North Central Campus not North Campus but Central but North <laughs> and um, I always when I was walking home could smell the bread
0: <laughs> that's awesome
1: <laughs> being made and um, I don't know that just has such fond memories and then the Starbucks over there by Savas I wonder if Savas is still there
0: Erica um, said Savas Erica said she yeah. loves Savas.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, we all lived over there by that, so we were always frequenting that spot. But I would always go study at that Starbucks and that. Was so comforting in the cold weather. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> There's something about going to Starbucks in the wintertime that makes it feel just... Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, that's like... Like, have you... Were, did you ever hit up a pizza house
1: when you were... Oh for sure i did one time i went on a date there and i got deep dish pizza and my date it was like the first date too i think and i was wearing a white sweater and my date um served me my pizza but he lifted it because the cheese was the cheese you know this- yeah the
0: cheese is always like that there yeah
1: and he lifted the pizza up to get the cheese strings to stop or whatever and it it fell on my plate and it splattered
0: all over the red sauce went all over my white sweater oh my god (laughs)
1: so that's my memory
0: of there (laughs) oh my god that's like my that's probably where i have to hit every time i go out i don't go there that often but that's when that's like my one of my favorite places when i'm over there that and i
1: nice
0: so what's a fun fact that not a lot of people know about you
1: Oh my gosh, I'm kind of an open book, so I don't know. Um, I guess I'm not that much of a theater nerd.
0: Really? What well, do you think you're more?
1: I just love learning. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I don't know, I, I just, I don't like, like I remember in college I had some classmates who like knew the answer to every single trivia question <laughs> That's the theater. And like, just, like,
0: like Jeopardy?
1: Yes, yeah. Um, and I just did not, I didn't do well in that class. (laughs) I did fine, but, um, um, yeah, I would say that.
0: Would you ever want to come back to Michigan to either teach or perform or do something like that someday? Absolutely. I'd love to. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. Thank you so much to Taylor Louderman for spending time with me in this episode for a Mean Girls Thanksgiving. Lastly, I want to thank also the rest of the Mean Girls cast who I was able to chat with this week as well. And I will see you all this upcoming Friday with Audrey Cardwell.